106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessing acceleration don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. We had a great hour on Fix-It Radio. So if there's anything else that uh, you guys need along those lines, we can still answer those questions. But switching gears here to Drive Radio. And uh, John from Cheyenne asked me to talk today of the fuel economy difference. How does that work? And so on. I'll get into that here uh, probably in a few minutes unless unless we have some phone calls. So lines are open, 303 Four seven seven five six zero zero. Feel free to call in. You can also text us a question. Three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. Again, three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. So, question of the day, which I make sure I word this correctly. Um, Anne was going to make a change to this, and I will have to make sure that I'm still wording this correctly. But basically, what cars? Because of their, and this is not full bore a blanket statement, but what cars, because of the type of owners they have, do you hate being around on the road? Now, I understand that, again, not a blanket statement, just because, you know, a person drives X vehicle doesn't mean they're always going to drive like everybody else that owns one. But I think there are particular individuals that buy particular vehicles that sort of coincide with personalities once and so on. And if you've got an answer for me, let me know. 303-477-5600. I'd love to chat with you. I just put one on hold too, Charlie, for Larry there. Uh, so again, what what is that, you know, what is that typical vehicle that when you're around it you just don't like it and it again not a blanket statement because i know each you know each person is their own and i know that in some cases some some vehicles might get mentioned that uh some of you listening may drive so i again i don't want to make a blanket statement make it sound like you know you're you're in that realm because you may not be this is a general Questions. So if you've got an answer for me, let me know. 303-477-5600. David in Denver, you're next. Yes, sir. I have a 97 Ford F-250 with the big 460. Okay. I am going to put new spark plugs in, and I've heard you mention going with OEM equipment. Auto light on that one. Oh, well, you already answered my question. Yeah, auto lights. Okay, and I already went to Napa and got them. Perfect. And I got a rotor cap. Okay, okay. perfect. And a rotor, and uh, they're made in Mexico. Uh, could be, yeah, could very well be. And, and uh, you know, again, g- again, given the fact that those are not common parts anymore, which they're not, uh, yeah, okay. you, you may find them from Mexico, Brazil, Canada. Uh, I don't know that many of those are made in the U.S. anymore, David. We're not. I yeah. don't. I don't think hardly any are. And the and the auto light plugs were made in China. 
Yeah, that that's a shock. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's that's what it says on the box. I'm uh, like, what? I mean, I'm not surprised, but uh, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, this is a packaging thing. I don't know, but uh, no, they probably are manufactured. There would be my guess. But you answered my question before I even got to answer it. You're there, David. You're a good yeah, man. I appreciate it. Sir. All right, take care. Appreciate it very much. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Eric in Denver, you're next. Hey, John. How we doing, sir? Eh, you know, it's been a long week. It's getting longer. Oh, yeah, and the weather doesn't help. Uh, I, I'm on my 17th trip, or I just got back at midnight from my 17th trip to Salt Lake. I got seven more to go. Wow. I'm moving my mail. Uh, next week I'm moving my mail, I think, at this point. It might be easier. Um, anyhow, so wife and I are contemplating taking a long road trip in the fall. Um her with her 2013 Buick. Um, the car's only got 30, a little over 33,000 miles on it. It's like say she doesn't drive it very much. Um, how detailed, given that miles, and I mean, I still do an oil change on it twice a year, even though she, like I say, it doesn't get driven much. Mm-hmm. Um, but how detailed of a pre-planning uh, or, you know, maintenance on that should I go for, you know, a 4,000-mile round-trip, road trip? And and, and uh, what what year again, Eric? It's a 2013 Buick Verano. It's got that uh, 2.4. I mean, it's old enough now to where I'd give it a pretty good once-over. I mean, more just to check, you know, belts and hoses and things along those lines. As far as oil changes go, I mean, I think you're fine there. I wouldn't worry too much about that. It'd be more just checking to make sure everything else is in good shape. But, yeah, I mean, I would look at everything, make sure you don't have anything that's you know, check radiator hoses, check, uh, you know, coolant or, you know, coolant itself, but check. Well, yeah, I had uh, the, uh, about the two years ago, right before the pandemic hit, I had the cooling system flushed. Perfect. And I had the radio and I had the um, AC service Okay. on it, although it's due again. It's this, you know, I like this car, but the AC on this car from brand new has never worked properly. Hmm. It's always been... It's always been sketchy. I mean, literally two weeks after we got the car, the compressor failed on it, and it sat at the dealer for three and a half weeks while they tried to find a new compressor, only to find out, oh, there was a new part number, and we could have had it next day. But nobody updated their parts catalog. Hmm. It's just ever since then, it's just always been kind of sketchy. Um, that I, I think the AC is probably the only the main system that I, I'm worried about just based on, you know, the car. But yeah, I mean, at least the plus side there is, out. you know, yeah, it's hot, but it's not going to leave you stranded. So, I mean, I guess that's the plus side. Yeah. Yeah, because we were planning on uh, in October, we're going go to go to Vegas and then down to uh, Arizona to visit her sister and brother-in-law and then come home. I mean, I, I, mean, I think, you so, know, I mean, uh, you know, realistically, you know, again, everything you've been through, I think you're fine on. Uh, you just double check everything. Okay. Tires. I mean, as you know, that's probably you know talked about that a little bit yesterday on Ready Radio. The the tire side of the fence is. I mean, still when I see vehicles and you, you too, when you see vehicles on the side of the road, I would say more than half the time it's a tire issue. Yeah, yeah, and I just the tires that are on there are about a year and a half old. We put those uh, Michelin cross. No, oh, you'd be fine there, then. Which, you, you should be in good shape. Yeah. All right, that's kind of what I figured. Is I, I'm I've got to, actually I'm I've I really wish we could get a shop in the North Metro area. Yeah, well, you and me both. It's like been that North way East. for years, by yeah. the way. I know, yeah. And uh, 
So unfortunately, I'm left dealing with. Fortunately, I've got three dealers near me that I can deal with that are close up because the wife just doesn't want to drive very far to get the car serviced. And they've been halfway decent, so I watch for when they have coupons or specials and, you know, get stuff serviced on it. But uh, I saw something the other day for one for like a summer special, so I might just take advantage of that and have her get it checked out now beforehand. Sure, yeah. Uh, you, you know my feelings that always better to do it here than somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be my it'd be my luck if I don't. Five miles outside of Vegas, it would break down. Yep. Cost me three times as much. As yeah, you and that's yeah. You and I have the same luck. Yeah. All right. Thanks, John. You're very welcome, Eric. Appreciate it very much. Let's go to Mike and Aurora has an answer to our question of the day, which Ann worded better than I. She she said uh, cars you hate to be around on the road because of their common or stereotypical owners. Mike, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> great question. Uh, back in the heyday, I don't know if you remember the AMC Eagle. Yes. Back in the 80s. Yes. Insane, insane drivers. <laughs> and I told that to someone once, and they said, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think you're correct. I, no, I, I think you're yeah. right. Um, you know, I had a couple of other examples, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to be, again, these are stereotypical. Not everyone that drives one of these is the same, but... I call slow barus slow barus for a reason because every time you're behind a Subaru, I don't know why they're in the stinking way. I don't know why they just are. I, I was coming down I-70 today, and and uh, you know I'm in the HOV lane because everything's open now on, on I-70 heading eastbound uh, after you, after you get past the construction. And I mean, there was two Subarus, one in the left lane, one in the middle lane, that were doing under the speed limit, Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh, I see that a little bit. Um, after that came the Ford Aerostar van. Ah. Where, yeah, there were fewer of those, but they were kind of crazy, too. And nowadays, you got the um, you got the Priuses. Oh, I just saw one this morning. And uh, they're, they're crazy. And the, uh, the old-time crazies. Modern day ones are Volkswagen drivers. Well, I was, I was going to throw the Audi guys into that because I mean, Audi got. I don't know yeah. why, but most of the time when you see an Audi, they're driving fast. I mean, you very rarely see an Audi driver not driving fast. Yeah, the BWs are Audi wannabes, yep. I guess. Yep. So right. I kind of think they fit in that same category. Yeah, made by the same company. Yep. Well, that's all I have. No, good one, Mike. <laughs> Appreciate it very much. Bye. Question of the day again. Uh, Ann did a better job of wording it. Than I did, of course. But, uh, you know, the cars that you hate to be around on the road because of their common or stereotypical owners. So let me know. And uh, we'll be right back. 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air again. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once 
and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. 
Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And any questions you've got, we've got lines open, 303 477 5600. You can text us a question as well, 307 200 8222. Again, 307 Got a text message in on our question of the day, which is BMWs. They all drive like they own the road. Traffic signs, lane markings, and directions and traffic laws mean nothing to them. They do whatever they please. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I'm not going to argue that one. I think you're. You're, uh, you're, you're spot on. The other one that Charlie and I were talking about during the break that I feel fits into that same category, and I think because some of them might even be the same owner. Those are Tesla owners, by the way, because they tend to drive the same way that this particular person's explaining on BMWs, which I'm guessing there's some crossover there. I'd have to go look at the demographics of that and see, but I'll bet you they're one and the same. I'm guessing that somebody probably has, uh, you know, an Audi or a BMW in the garage and next to it may be a Tesla. Just my own opinion. I could be wrong, but I think Tesla owners tend to be kind of in that that same camp. They sort of act like, um, you know, my stuff doesn't stink. Yours does get out of my way because I'm going to do whatever I want to. And by the way, I have the speed to get around you and do whatever I need to. And they do. And they do. Again, just my own opinion. 303-477-5600. Give us a call. And uh, you can you can chime in on that as well. So, uh, you know, question of the day again is what is that stereotypical car owner, you know, the, the vehicle that are driving that you just hate to be around when you're on the road. Doesn't matter where you're at, but for example, I'll give you one. And I'm sorry that um, if you own one of these, I'm sorry, because I know some of you do. But Ford Raptor owners, I don't know what it is with you guys and Ford Raptors. I'm not sure what the whole thing is there, but... I had one today, had Florida license plates, so this is probably not one of you that are listening, but Florida license plates going down I-70 heading east, and, you know, look out the window, it's, you know, it's cloudy today, and there's, you know, this morning it wasn't raining or anything, but it's just cloudy. This knucklehead felt like he needed to run full bore with his brights and his fog lights on all at the same time, and I'll be honest with you, he's not the only Ford Raptor guy I've seen do that. So I don't know what it is with... Ford Raptor owners and thinking that they need to have everything in front of them, you know, lit up with their fog lights that, by the way, when they're on, you know, just shine directly in your rear view mirror. Um, anyways, that's what I'm talking about. What, what is one of those stereotypical car owners that you just hate being around? I'm not saying that all Ford Raptor owners are bad, but I am saying that for some odd reason, they tend to get in that truck and think that 
again, they think they're in a sports car. I know they run well, handle well, and all that, but they're not a sports car. And they drive them like they do. One, one other one really quick. You guys have heard me talk about these before. Uh, that would be these, the, the slow runners and the slacomas. And for some odd reason, not all, but majority of people that own those things, A, think they're more capable than they are. I followed one the other day going down I-70 that had about a 20-foot trailer behind a Tacoma that was struggling to keep up with the speed limit. And yeah, because that truck wasn't designed to haul the trailer that was behind it. Again, out-of-state plates, but you know, whatever. Those drivers, though, I think Forerunner more than Tacomas. I'm not sure why, but it, most people that own a Forerunner feel like it's also a sports car, and they drive it like it is one. Even though it doesn't have the power to be a sports car, they drive it like it is one. And I'm kind of like, okay, first of all, it doesn't have near the power you think it does. Yeah, I mean, is it a good vehicle? Yeah, I, I for one... Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Forerunners or the Tacomas and how they drive because I think they feel like you're driving a half-ton truck, and they're not. I think Toyota has has given them a much heavier steering feel than they should, just my own opinion. But I'm, I'm not a huge fan of those two vehicles because of the steering feel. Great vehicles. They'll last forever. I've had many, many people that have bought them. It's great. I'm not, not knocking them at all. But as far as the stereotypical drivers go, I do feel like they have drivers that feel their vehicle is more capable than it really is. And there's a lot of memes and things, even when it comes to Colorado and Tacomas and owning one. And it's almost a status symbol that if you live in Colorado, you need a Tacoma so you can go do all of your, you know, things with your man bun at the same time, which a lot of guys driving those have one. But I know some of you have them, so I'm not knocking that, but... It's, it's just, it's kind of comical when you read some of those memes and so on. Uh, I do have, so John and Cheyenne, if you're listening, I do have your E85. Uh, I did the math on that, so I've got that in front of me. I'll get into that in just one minute. we got calls coming in, though, so let me do this. Let me take a quick break. We'll let Larry get caught up here, 303-477-5600. One last thing before we go to break, somebody uh, emailed in and asked. I answered it, but I want to make sure that you're, if you're listening, you hear this as well. What do I lube my squeaky door hinges with? That was the the question that came in. You want a good graphite spray lubricant. That way you can get it down in all the little creeks and crevices. And by the way, this is something you want to do as a maintenance item on all vehicles is yes, spray the hinges, spray the pins, spray the springs, spray the door latches. It just keeps everything lubricating, lasting longer, and you'll find that they don't wear out near as quickly when you do that. So just get a good graphite lube spray, Napa, uh, you can pretty much buy it anywhere you want to, but Napa's got them on the shelf, so that's an easy one to buy. Again, 303-477-5600 is our phone number. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. 
But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to save your vehicle and your wallet from those nasty Colorado potholes. Even a slight misalignment can cause long-term problems for your vehicle. As a Colorado Select member shop, Extreme Auto Repair helps you practice preventative maintenance so you don't get stuck with expensive repairs down the road. Proper steering alignment keeps you moving straight ahead, while a well-maintained suspension stops you from feeling any bumps along the way. Not every locally owned shop has the equipment and expertise to maintain your suspension and steering alignment, but Extreme Auto Repair invests in the services that will keep your vehicle running longer. Whether you have shock absorbers or a strut-based system, typical to many front-wheel drive cars, Extreme Auto has the tools and knowledge to diagnose and repair any problems, so you stay comfortably in control. Head to Extreme Auto Repair in the heart of Parker today. Promises kept. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it very much. And we've got Brent joining us now. Brent, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm... uh. Cars I don't like on the road are, I'm a semi-truck driver, the Audis and the BMWs. I had one last week when I was in the fast lane, come all the way around me and pass 
into the median ah, to get around me. Unbelievable. And uh, then also one other quick question on drive radio. I've heard that uh, tires on electric vehicles have to be changed every 28,000 miles because of the weight. Do you know anything about that? Um, 28,000? 28,000 as opposed to like 60,000 miles because the extra weight they're pulling with those well, batteries. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, I, exact mileage depends on the vehicle, the driver, how much weight they put in it, how they drive, and so on. But on average, Brent, yeah, they're going to bring about half life of what you normally would get out of a regular tire in a regular car. That's true. Right. And, that, and that's another uh, 50. Thousand to fifteen hundred dollar expense on those tires, from what I understand. Uh, they are more expensive tire because the majority of those, if not all, are run flats. So yes. Wow. So yes, they are. They are quite a bit. And again, that, that's one of the things that you know, press and you know everybody out there telling you to go buy an EV is not factoring in. Uh, most of the people that even do the equation on a, a per cost per mile, which I've done, they're not giving you that either. So uh, great point because yes, they 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 eat tires, uh, and, and and it's because of the extra weight to your point brent but it's also the regenerative braking has it has an ill effect on the tires as well right okay well it's uh i'll listen to you regularly john and uh appreciate your input no i appreciate it very much brent thanks for the for the phone call and uh, yeah that's one of the things they don't tell you when it comes to the ev sides of things folks is um there are negatives to everything there's positives and negatives and one of the negatives on evs is they they do use uh or do wear i guess i should say something yeah they use more in tires but they wear tires more quickly than what you'll find on a normal typical vehicle and again reasons being is the regenerative braking and the extra weight because those most people don't know it, and again, the press—I don't think the press. First of all, the press has no dilly squat about cars. They just—they just pass back on whatever mantra somebody's feeding them, and if it's the manufacturer, or if it's the government, or whatever, they'll just feed that on to you. And and really quick, just as a side note, this includes most of the people that do reviews. Okay. In fact, I'm going to do one a review here as soon as we come back on, a, by the way, a really slick EV that I drove. But I'll give you, you know, again, my honest opinion when it comes to vehicles that I drive and so on. And I'll, I'll do that here in just a few minutes. And what I will tell you is even the majority of reviewers, people that are in the you know journalistic end of the automotive world. And I can say this, I think, uh, knowledge, knowledgeably speaking, because I know a lot of these individuals. I go to different press events and things along those lines. And I will tell you straight up, by and large, with but rare exceptions, do journalists know anything about a car? Even automotive journalists, which I know you would think that an automotive journalist would be like a sports journalist where they at least have a pretty good knowledge of the game, maybe even played the game. Maybe that's why they're doing what they do today. Uh, when it comes to the car world and it comes to journalists, not so much. Most of them got into it because they were a good writer, and and a lot of the journalists you see today used to either be a you know writer for you know 
car and driver road and track, something along those lines. And of course, as those guys tighten things up and circulation got to be less and less, they had to go more digital and their whole model started to change just like newspapers did. And a lot of them were newspaper writers as well. A lot of those guys had to then go out and freelance and they started their, in some cases, their own companies where they do reviews and different things and so on. Again, I'm not bashing any of these guys. I just want you all, all to know that typically when you see a review, Pretty much across the board on the automotive end of it, the majority of the people doing the reviewing know nothing about a car, mechanically speaking. They know all of the documents that have been given to them. They can read off of them. They'll give you the highlights that come out of a lot of the video even that the manufacturers will put out. We call it B-roll. Uh, there's all sorts of things that go on in that world. They'll go to the media website, pick up as much information as they've, they can. They'll, you know, they'll give you that information back. For example, very few of you have seen negative reviews on the Ford Bronco. Very few. I am probably one of the few individuals that has actually given the Ford Bronco a, a bad review. And I gave it a bad review not a, I mean not a stellar you know not not a terribly bad review but did I give it a bad review yes and the reason that I gave it a bad review was and I saw this what made me think about as I saw this article today or I saw somebody reviewing it today I hate the non-surround glass on the doors a it makes the doors feel really cheap when you open and close them the other thing that they didn't do there's no drip moldings on a Ford Bronco what do I mean by drip moldings? Most, most modern cars have a drip molding where when it's raining, the water runs into the drip edge that then takes all of the water away from the door opening so that when you open and close the door, you don't get wet. Ford forgot about that on the Ford Bronco. When you open and close the door, or even roll the window down, the water that's on the roof is going to run right into the car. Runs right onto the floor, runs all over the door panel. It, it's, it's, again, it's a dumb design that Ford did, and they frankly just forgot all about it. I, I mentioned it when I drove that car this past winter. I happened to drive it on a day where we had some snow, and I had snow and ice, and you know it wasn't raining, but I had dripping water. One of the first things I noticed when you got out is your head got wet, which, by the way, just drives me nuts. You're going to buy, a, you know, in that case, a 50,000-plus vehicle, and it's going to drip on your head when it's raining or it's, it's wet outside? I don't want that. One, again, one of the complaints that I've got on the Bronco, but you're going to hear very, 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 Few reviewers tell you what I just said, when, especially when it comes to the Ford Bronco. Why? I don't know why. I guess because they've got this love affair with it. I don't. I mean, is it a great vehicle? Yes. Is it perfect? No. Is there any perfect vehicle? Uh, very few. Very, very few. So, anyways, just my just my two cents on that. I'll come back and talk about some of that in a moment. Again, I got some. I've got a couple of car reviews I do want to get in today. A couple of vehicles I've driven recently. One which I thought. Actually, I've got three. I'm driving one right now that I'll review probably in a week or two, which I'll just tell you really quickly. It's a, it's a QS60 Infinity. It's the biggest piece of junk I've ever driven in my life. I don't rarely say that about a new car because most new cars work pretty well. I hate this car with a passion. I, I can't, honestly, I am so ready to get rid of it. I get to, I get to drive a new 2500 diesel Silverado next week. 
I'm so looking forward to it. I hate the car that I'm driving this week, which I don't normally say. Normally, I can pretty much get by with any car that I'm driving. I don't know what it is about this car. There's occasionally where you get in a car and you just feel like, yep, everything's great. It works. Fabulous. There's other cars where you get in. It's just like, eh, okay, I'll get by with it. It's okay. I can, I can manage. There isn't anything about this car I like. Nothing. I hate every single thing about this car, with maybe the exception of the backseat legroom is really, really gracious. Lots of room in the back seat. Outside of that, this thing's a piece of crap. I'll just tell you straight up. I'll do a full review on it here in a week or two, but not at all my favorite car. Craig and Wheatridge, you're next. Hey, John. Actually kind of enjoying this weather. I'm working outside today, and it's, it's a, actually it's really a nice. nice break. I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not minding at all. Actually, it's really nice out. For what, for, i got to go home and do some outside work as well. I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, on your new car reviews, have you done the Mini Cooper SE Electric yet? No, I have not done the Mini Cooper SE Electric. I'm not a Mini Cooper fan, by the way, just a side note. Okay. And, and, well, and, the, be- and the biggest reason is uh, rough riding. I, I think what you're, it's a novelty car, if you ask me. Uh, and I know you know BMW would be mad at me for saying that, but re- I really don't care. I'm looking at it more for what you guys are needing versus anything else. It's a novelty car. Most anybody that you know own one own one and then get rid of it and don't own another one because I think that kind of tells you what the car is. It's a it's a novelty kind of like when they were back in the day, Craig. I think they're still that way today. They're rough riding, not a lot of room inside. They're quirky. Uh, Let me just say this. There are better cars to own other than a Mini Cooper. Well, we've owned a few, but we don't own one at present, so that kind of tells you a lot right there. And the new ones aren't any different, by the way. No different than what you've experienced in the past. Yeah, the, the the ones that are on the used market have multiple owners, generally. Yep. And that's because you know, of what I just said. That you just stated. Yep. yep. Now, on your cars you don't want to be around? Yes. I'm going to kind of go one step further. <laughs> okay. And make it, if if you, young women who are probably college educated that have moved to Colorado think they have to have a Subaru Forester. Oh, yeah, good one, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I agree. I agree with you, by the way. Yes, you're, you're correct. I don't know whether it's mom and dad or them that feel like they need one, but somebody does. And, and, and really quick, know, Craig, by the way, the, what I've also sure. noticed with that particular driver, they're always, always on the phone doing something. Or, here's one, I got one better for you. I'm going through that construction zone the other morning, and I'm in the middle lane, and I look to my left, and this young lady in a black Subaru Forester, she's all on the gas and all on the brake, all on the gas, yep. all on the brake, and she's yep. cruising yep. at a safe distance behind yep. the vehicle in front of her. She's either on the gas or on the brake. Yep. Yep. Just brake lights on, brake lights off. Brake I, lights on, I've, brake I lights have off. experienced exactly the same thing. You are spot on. Yes. Okay. And then something that I had never realized, I guess, until you brought it up on a previous show, the Tacoma and the Forerunner guys. How underpowered they are. Oh, they drive me nuts, those guys. Those guys drive me nuts because they think they're driving a Ferrari, and it's far from it. Well, I, I, I kind of like my F-150 with the 3.5 V6 twin turbo, and, and I tend to just kind of let them see my taillights as I go by. I, I just can't. They'll hang in that left lane when they mm-hmm. don't belong there. Yep. And they have snorkels on them. I mean, these guys really like to trick them out with all the snorkels, you know, as if they ever did any river crossings in them. <laughs> well, the man bun, the, the, you know, they use the man bun as a snorkel, Craig. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, you know, I shouldn't say that. I mean, that. they spend a lot of money on it, and they're nice-looking trucks, but, you know, they just don't have the power these guys think they do. Uh, I, I should not make fun of man buns like that. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. 
Well, yeah, we, we have quite a few of those in my neighborhood, but that's another story. <laughs> There's a lot of them around town, unfortunately. And to your point, Craig, yeah. most of them uh, haven't been off a dirt road, but whatever. Right, right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, have a good week. No, you're, you're good, Craig. I appreciate that. All right, I do have a couple of cars I want to review as soon as I come back, so hang tight. Uh, one I was super, super impressed with. The other one I liked, but things about it I didn't like. And these are both very, uh, very nice, uh, expensive cars, by the way. So I'll come right back and talk about that. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. 
Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. As I said a moment ago, I do have a couple of car reviews I want to do. This one, I've really been putting off so I'd have enough time to really... Uh, get into it a little more in depth than I probably normally would just because I was so impressed with this car. I'm not, as you guys know, drive a lot of cars and and I own a lot and not too many really impress me. Sorry, they just, they don't. This one did. I drove a 2022 BMW. It's their M50 series and it's the i4. They have two different series, but the i4 is all electric. It's an EV. And you guys already know my thoughts on EVs and so on. I, you know, I own one. I've done a lot of testing and so on. Is it the wave of the future? I, honestly, I don't know. We're kind of being pushed that way. But I will tell you this. This car at $77,070, that's the sticker price. And I've been inside of some Teslas. Haven't driven a Tesla, but I've been inside enough of them to know fit, finish, quality, and all of that. And I still see a lot of them in the parking lots that I really do kind of comb over just to see what are the body panels like, you know, how they line up and so on. I will tell you, BMW, you have made not only a fine automobile, but you have made one that I think competes with Tesla on a level that Tesla never thought somebody would. I mean that. This car, it, again, performance-wise, a lot of you are going to laugh at me when I say this, but this car, and I've got some fast cars I own, this is one of the fastest cars I've ever driven in my entire life. I'm not joking. And I've driven some really fast cars. This car literally, not even in the sport mode, just its regular mode, if you stand on the accelerator pedal and you don't have your head back on the headrest, it will be. It's got literally neck snapping power and speed. I'm not exaggerating. Put it in sport mode, it's even more so. I mean, this is a car that I'm not exaggerating. If I owned, I would be in trouble with. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot keep it under the speed limit. It's quiet, it's fast, it's smooth. It's got every creature comfort you could imagine. I don't even have to go through all that. You can look it up for yourself. I don't need to talk about that because it's a BMW. It's got everything inside you could ever imagine. I love their infotainment system, by the way. They've always done a great job on that. Wireless CarPlay, all of that. Luxurious. Plenty of room in the back seat. It's a little bit tight if you had a really tall person in the back seat. It's a sedan. But comfortability-wise, awesome. Plenty of room in the trunk. Uh, actually, you know, Cam, uh, who used to be our intern here, uh, she was in town not that long ago. She needed a ride to the airport, so she had some luggage and stuff, threw that in the back, took her to the airport in it, and it worked out fabulous. There's plenty of room in the back, no issues there. My biggest point in this 
particular review is, again, with the EV push, Tesla's getting bigger and bigger, especially here in Colorado. There's a lot of them out there. So if you're somebody that's been looking at that end of things, you know, looking to buy an EV, I would buy, and you could literally buy two of these for one Tesla. Almost. It's a little bit over what two, you know, two BM, two of these, these uh, M50s would be a little more than a, than a full bore Tesla, but not much. That's the difference in price from the Tesla to this car. And I will tell you what, I feel like, not feel like, I, I'm, I could guarantee you this is by far the better car. 250-ish in range. And what BMW has done, which even my EV, my Bolt, does not have. My Bolt has got regenerative braking built in. And then if I want to add to that and help the vehicle stop and, and use the regenerative braking as the brake, I can. But I have to do it manually. This BMW, it's all automatically done. So my, I could start out from home and drive all the way to the station and back, which typically, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to use per mile. Literally, you could just watch the range decrease as I take that 65, 70-mile round trip, roughly. In this car, I could drive over two days without charging because the way the regenerative braking works, you're literally, every time you let off the accelerator pedal, I want to say gas, but every time you let off the accelerator pedal, it's charging the battery immediately. You don't have to manually do it. Uh, the other cool thing about this car is literally you drive it with one pedal, and I'm not exaggerating. You don't need the brake until you come to a full, complete stop. You literally can drive this car with the accelerator pedal, and if you do it correctly, you can you know you can power up and brake with one pedal. It's sort of like driving a golf cart in a way, I guess you could say. Those of you that have driven a golf cart and kind of know how that works, this is very much the same way, only in a full size sedan and. Folks, again, there's not too many cars I get that excited and that impressed with. This is one of them. This is a car I would own, hands down, would own. In fact, really thinking hard about, do I want to keep driving a Chevy Bolt or do you want to drive this? Now, granted, I can buy two Bolts for the price of one of these, but this is, this is a, phenom- a phenomenal machine. And speed-wise, again, I go back to that, this is... It's 0 to 60 in like 3.6 seconds, folks, which you all know our, our elevation. Even if you have a sports car, so the new Corvette will do 0 to 60 in under 4 seconds. And I have one, as you guys all know. Keep in mind, that's 0 to 60 in that time at sea level. It will not do that 0 to 60 at our elevation. The plus side to an EV is a 0 to 60 time is always the same. It doesn't matter what elevation you're at because there's no engine, no air intake. doesn't matter what the density is, how hot it is, all of that like a regular car would. This thing is 0 to 60, 3.6 seconds every single time you do it. doesn't matter. Why? Because it's working off of an electric motor not an engine. It, we've talked about some of that in the past. But I know this has been a little bit longer review, but, and I don't normally get in, you know, this excited about an automobile. And again, I didn't even get into all the details of what this car has because just honestly, if you're interested, go, go drive one. Go, go check it out. I mean, it's literally got every creature comfort you can imagine. The only exception, BMW for listening, put cooled seats in it, please. 
ventilated seats. That's about the only option it didn't have. Everything else was on this car, just no ventilated seats. My only complaint. BMW, 2022 BMW M50 i4. There's two M50s. This is the complete EV version of the M50. And again, phenomenal car. Uh, Again, I don't say that very often. I know I'm repeating myself, but this is just a fabulous car. And again, when you look at some of the other EVs that it competes with price-wise, again, BMW, you did a great job, and I would be hard-pressed to believe you're making money on this car at that price, knowing what I know about the EVs, the technology, and so on. Great car. Um, Anyways, I'll I'll do another. I've got another review for you on on one I want to also do here in a minute on a Mercedes, but I'll have to do that as soon as I come back from break. But again, go check this out, by the way. Uh, go to your local BMW dealer. Tell them that, uh, you know, John Richard Rush from Drive Radio, Rush to Reason, all the shows that I do sent you. Uh, you can also check it out online as well. And, it's, again, it's right online. I've looked at it. It's a very easy car to find online. But it's a great car. So, BMW, thank you. It was a great car and a very exciting car to drive. And, uh, and I, was, I was thoroughly impressed. All right, really quick. I want to get the E85 topic in before I finish out this, uh, this hour. John asked me to do this earlier from Cheyenne. So somebody called in on Rush to Reason earlier this week and said, hey, when is it feasible to run E85? I did the math today. And by the way, there's not a lot of E15 stations in our area. I was going to talk about that as well, which I'll probably do here in hour two or three. But E85 locally is about 315 to 320 a gallon. Gas has come down a little bit. But when I did this math the other day, it was about 490 a gallon. Today, I noticed coming down, it's... Down the street, about four sixty-five a gallon. But at a dollar seventy a gallon difference, okay. So from eighty-five to regular, it's about a dollar seventy cheaper to buy eighty-five than it is to buy gasoline. At fifteen hundred miles a month, which is average for most people driving, some are more, some are less, but fifteen hundred miles is what I figured. You're going to save twenty bucks. In that 1,500 miles running E85, if it's a $1.70 difference. So the old way of me, and that's at 25 miles to the gallon. So again, you got to do the math on your own. That's at 25 miles to the gallon. You're saving about 20 bucks a month to run E85. So what I would say is if you've got a flex fuel vehicle at the prices we're at right now, if it's convenient for you to get E85 and you're not driving all over town to find it, sure, run E85. If you're having to drive someplace to put E85 in, in my opinion, not enough savings right now to even merit running the E85. I can talk more about that. If you have questions on that, let me know. Lines are open. We're going to come right back right after the top of the hour break, so stay tuned. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.